on that note, this guy I've seen talk is an inspiration. He's a matchmaker, but a matchmaker with a difference. And I'm going to let Sam tell you the story about what he's doing with farmers and young farmers for the future. Big hand for Sam. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I guess I am a matchmaker. Uh, we, I never uh, set out to uh, create the, the Tinder or eFarmony of farming. Um, it just happened. I had an idea and uh, went for it. And that's what I'll talk to you today uh, around our vision of getting uh, or making it possible for anyone with that dream to own a farm uh, to say it is possible. So I'm saying today you can own a farm if you so wish, it's absolutely possible. You don't have to be a multimillionaire uh, to get there, uh, just through a bit of hustling, uh, being a bit of an entrepreneur, uh, relationships, uh, and trying a few different things, you can get there. So I want to inspire you. So uh, I'll talk about uh, this from a number of angles. One is if you are an aspiring farmer, uh, how, how you can follow that, your, your dreams. I want to talk to retiring farmers, because I think you are key in all of this, in, in how you can attract the next uh, uh, the next generation of farmers onto land by sharing ownership and particularly want to focus on communities and how communities can be matchmakers. I know everybody loves matching friends uh, together. Uh, now you can move into to farmers and how you can match farmers together to co-own farms together. So we are matchmakers, they're the three uh, groups of people that we, we work with. Aspiring farmers, people who, want to, who are farming uh, but just want to take that next step and own a farm and ownership we can unpack that probably later but that means different things to different people but ownership is the key uh, idea we're working on here retiring farmers and investors and I know when people when you say the word investors people cringe and go oh you mean just rich people from from Melbourne I'm saying for two and a half thousand dollars people can be investors in farms and locals should be investing in farms and I'll unpack that concept as well uh, but our job is to get those groups of people and match them together in whatever combination is best around whatever farm that comes to us um, so that's a win-win uh, for, for everyone. Three things we do is around hope, farm ready and matching. A lot of my time is spent in front of my phone uh, creating content, inspiring people that they can own a farm because there is a massive mental barrier here for most people that if they aren't going to inherit the farm, they just think, well, that's it. There goes my farming dreams and off they go into Melbourne or to Adelaide and, and live in and work in a skyscraper. And I think that's terrible. So we're spending a lot of time just creating content, getting case studies, throwing ideas out there, commenting on uh, negative articles about farming and show that it's absolutely possible for you to own a farm. So change your mindset and then we take them into that next step around farm ready. So are you good enough to run a farm, co-own a farm? Could an investor back you? Would a retiring farmer be willing to back you? If you haven't spent that time getting your skills up, who would want to back you? So now that you've got the hope, get out there and get farm ready. And then the third is matching. So we're finding matches, but most of our work is encouraging aspiring farmers to make their own matches. Uh, and again, I'll throw some ideas around how, how you can go about doing that. This is the typical journey of farm ownership. It's long and varied and unusual and uh, unknown. But we say to aspiring farmers that if you have that, and sorry it's a bit fuzzy, but in that far right hand corner it says buy a farm. If that's your goal, there's many ways to get there. And we say get out there, get a job, lease some land, uh, be a contractor, do fence contracting, um, manage a farm, just get out and get the skills. Uh, because if you want that ultimate goal of owning a farm, it's gonna take a while, maybe five, 10, 15 years, but it's absolutely possible. 
the lessons we have learned around these um, three areas of aspiring farmers is we did a very rough back of the envelope calculation for an aspiring farmer to own their farm and it's 32 years on the average wage to get debt to buy the average farm and we think that's far too long. We want to cut that down to a few years. For retiring farmers, most farmers think that there are three options. You die on the farm, you give it to your, kid, uh, or your kids or you sell it. And we're saying there's heaps more opportunities out there where you can stay on the farm, age on the farm, be part of your farm ongoing and share ownership and stay part of your community. Uh, for investors, uh, there are lots of people with money who their biggest issue is they don't have time to pull together a farm investment opportunity and they can't run the farm. So to, I'm saying to aspiring farmers, there, there is money everywhere. You just need to be showing you're good enough and get pitches to them so they can back you. And then for regional communities, often I hear people saying they don't realise that people even want to be farmers in their community and they don't realise that these solutions around getting young people onto, your farm, onto farms in your community are absolutely in your hands. And again, I'll, t I'll throw some ideas around that. So this is me around the age of eight and I grew up near Pyramid Hill. Uh, I played footy against Pyramid Hill. I used to get nervous when they came up on the, on the roster that we were playing against them. Uh, they, they were a great team, but we won in the under-17s grand final. No, 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 actually, we, we runner-up. Anyway, it was a great year when I was captain. Uh, of Midiama was the town I played for. But at age eight, I was walking back from the dairy in central Victoria and, and uh, I looked up to Dad uh, after we finished helping out. I don't think I was very useful at eight, that age, but I said, Dad, when do I get the farm? And I'm one of six kids and I'm um, the fifth and that's my little brother there. And he, said, he just laughed straight away. He said, you're not getting the farm. Mum and I are selling. How else are we going to retire? All the money is locked up in the land. So from age eight uh, or that moment there, my farming dreams are crushed and straight away I started looking at other options in life and that's what I did. I, I went and worked for the Victorian government for 12 years in Melbourne and had this dream of never coming back, back to, to the regional areas actually. Um, if I couldn't own my farm, why would I go about following that dream? Uh, and it was probably uh, uh, yeah, 12, yeah, about 10 or 12 years into working for the Victorian government in Melbourne that I caught up with a good mate of mine, Tim Hicks, who's a co-founder. He said that he had this, he grew up in a farm, same situation, didn't get the farm, and he said, all I want to do is own a farm, but I don't have five million bucks. Imagine if there was a business that bought farms for young people. And I went, wow, yes, where is that business? And I Googled, uh, and it's, there wasn't anything. And, and we still think what we're doing is very unique in the world. We didn't know what this meant either. We thought we had to get an Australian financial services license, develop a fund, uh, do all these things that we had no idea what to do. But we realised after a few years of, of talking to as many people as possible, this is all about relationships. And who knows why people want to farm or why people want to hand on their farm. We just want to match them together so they can get on and, and figure out an arrangement that's a win-win. This is our, our vision but the, and mission, but our mission really is around breaking down mental barriers. I think that is the only thing stopping people. If you don't think you can own a farm, you're not going to spend the next 10 years hustling to find opportunities. Uh, and our vision is we, we think ownership is the key driver for next generation people onto farms. For some reason, people want to own farms. And that's the, that's the hope we're giving to people. You can own a farm. And if we can do that, we can meet our big vision, which is rejuvenating regional communities, uh, which is what we want to do. We want the tennis clubs filled, filled, filled the footy clubs filled. We want people back here enjoying and, and living their dreams. So now I'll run through examples from a retiring farmer point of view, aspiring farmer and, and community point of view, just throwing you out lots of ideas. And the gist of this really is, again, that it's absolutely possible to own a farm. And if you're in fit into any of these categories, there are plenty of really practical, tactical things you can do to get young people onto farms and help retiring farmers step back. 
So one great case study of a match we've made is, uh, is Judy and Charlie Hocking. Judy was my grade three teacher and she was following my journey for many years and one day uh, her, their workout uh, just left and she was furious and just like she spent all these years trying to get him up to speed and he just left one day and her kids didn't want the farm uh, and Charlie and Judy they just say we're going to die here we're going to die here that's what's going to happen we just want someone to love this farm as much as us and we're happy to share ownership and we promoted this and within a week we found a farmer who she actually knew of Charlie and her knew of and now uh, they're on this ownership journey uh, of really cementing to make sure they, they like each other. But this uh, young couple now are on their pathway to owning a $10 million farm uh, over the next 10 to 20 years, which I think is ridiculous and really exciting. Uh, just a recent one we did was the Thousand Acre Share Farm near Kyneton, which is where I, I live at the moment. And it's a, a good friend, a friend of mine owns the land and uh, he's known about Cultivate Farms for years and I kept on telling him I can find him great farmers and he never believed me. And then one day I just sent him a database of farmers and he said, this is ridiculous, this is amazing, look at all these farmers out there. And I found him a red hot gun farmer and now they're, they're doing a 50-50 share farm arrangement with sheep on, on their property. Um, so the arrangements, and I'll talk about arrangements as well, the arrangements we don't care about, we're just about finding the values aligned people to get on and find an arrangement that's, that's a win-win. We have 26 farms on our database right now across Australia with retiring farmers who are wanting to share ownership and we're going on that journey with each of those farmers. We'll probably get another 20 that we're talking to. I talk to probably three or four retiring farmers a week and just get them to pour out why they want to share ownership of their farm and help them figure out who they want to farm with and what type of person that is and what they want for their farm and their farming vision. But it's really heartening to know that there are farmers out there. And this isn't for everybody. Some people just want to sell and walk away. But they're out there and they're the case studies we want to keep getting to inspire more people uh, that you can share ownership of your farm and you can bring young people back to your communities. We have questions that we, and I, you probably can't read them, but we, we don't care what your vision is for the farm. If you're willing to share ownership, uh, it's up to you to say how you want the farm to be managed, uh, how long you want to stay around, how much money you need out or how much you want to make from it ongoing. Again, we don't care. Our aim is just to get that out of you as a retiring farmer so that you can make the, make the best decision about being matched with the, the, right, or the right farmer or, or couple or, or whoever it might be. So from an aspiring farmer's point of view, this, I think... Uh, is amazing. I get excited by our own work a lot. Uh, but this, this it, we say is a world first and no one's corrected us yet. And I'm happy for you to Google as much as you can to see if, if we're uh, uh, overclaiming. But we've, we ran in late uh, 2017 a, a farmer incubator program and we're running another one again next year where we had an investor who's been a great supporter of, of ours say, all right, bring me a farmer, I'll back them. And so we figured out what this could be. So we got 13 farmers from across Australia to pitch. We, we made a pitching template uh, and they did their financials. And then one day before Christmas, we sat down and went through every one of those farms, uh, farmer pitches, and the investor said, all right, which one? And we picked Claire and Mark Coates, uh, who have a free range pig farm, and they were leasing at the time. And they got to know this investor over six months, again, relationship-based, and they liked each other. And they said, let's do a deal. And they spent a couple of months again trying to figure out what a deal is. But now they've been on that farm for over 12 months. The investor bought the land, invested into the business, and the young farmer have the aim to buy out half of the land back off the investor. And then they'll go again and again and again as, as big as they want. So it's been an amazing process. And for us to be able to say there are investors out there and promote it, uh, I think, well, I'm hopeful that there are young people out there or anyone with a dream to, to farm realising oh, maybe it is possible, uh, and we want people to go through this process of proving you're good enough. Put a pitch out there. You can't get a farm unless you're, if you're sitting at home sucking that no one wants to back you. Get out there and pull a proposal together and let's get you on your farm. 
and we've got about a thousand aspiring farmers on our database, which is growing daily. These people who want to want to own a farm, and we're helping each of them just to, to think through what that means and what that pathway is. But all we're, most of what we're doing is encouraging them to get out there and find their own deals. Get a little black book of retirement age farmers in your community, uh, and understand where each of those farmers are at, and build meaningful relationships so that hopefully one farmer one day says to me says to them, "You're a gun. I love what you're doing. You align with my values." what can we do here, what deal can we make here and get that conversation going. But again, if you're an aspiring farmer and you're not out there hustling, showing you're the best, building relationships, showing value, building fences for free for retirement age farmers, uh, these opportunities can't come to you. This is just like being an entrepreneur. This is how I started Cultivate Farms. No one told me I could do this. Just get out there and be annoying uh, and eventually doors open. Who are investors? I think this is really encouraging. And we're proving it, and I'm throwing lots of ideas out there to people to unpack that. But this is mainly to show I think there's so many ways that you can get money in to back you onto farms. There's those wealthy individuals that I talked about. There's how do you get that second left from the left there? How do you get the farmer that you work for to be an investor into a farm with you and you co-invest with them? There are wealthy farmers out there who want to expand their empire and after Top Gun entrepreneurs to expand their empire with, why aren't you putting your name out there uh, to expand with them? There's retiring farmers, which is the base of our model. There are retired farmers with millions of dollars in their bank account in town, wondering what to do with it, figuring out the share market. How are we unlocking those, that money? There are lawyers and accountants and other uh, business people in town, locals, who have money. Uh, friends and family, self-managed super funds. Equity crowdfunding, we haven't even tapped equity crowdfunding yet. For two and a half thousand bucks, as I said, you can own part of a farm. And how the, the romance behind that. Um, banks have give you lots of money. 60% of the debt uh, or, or the price of a land is what a bank can give you. That's ridiculous. Now you've just got to find the other 40%. And then yourself. So are you saving? Have you got enough money yourself to put into this? But you need to be investing yourself as a farmer. And then just uh, regional communities. Uh, I, I really do think, and we have a project focused around Mildura for the next couple of years in Campaspe and, and Tawong in the northeast Victoria, to go to communities and get to understand them and say to them, the, the ball is in your court. You know every single farmer in your community. You know, you know, understand what their situation is. You understand who's going to sell, who doesn't really want to sell, uh, who needs someone to be matched with, and you can play the matchmaker role. Uh, and, and this is our, our job over the next two years to figure out how to encourage people to think like that and so we can get more and more of these case studies and more of these conversations going and normalise the this discussion about sharing ownership of a farm because we do know Sharing ownership when you've had the farm for six generations uh, is a really, really tough thing to think about. Uh, so we need more case studies to show people it can be a win-win and you can realise the vision for your farm, no matter what it is, um, and we can find the right people for you to be matched with. Some other ideas we want to um, promote and hope that um, people start picking up, but farm shark tanks are using our sort of our investor program, but doing it in a town hall way, um, where you could have two or three retirement age farms, and then we put a call out across Australia. In six months' time, you have ten people pitching to co-own farms with those retirement age farmers, and use it as a media stunt to show that this community is open for farmers uh, and make some really great arrangements happen. Locals investing together and this example I guess of this town hall which I, I, I've seen and Stephen Fisher is the gentleman who pulled this together but he's a dairy farmer in 
in, in Tassie and he's won lots of awards as a share farmer and eventually got his own farm but he saw that same issue that there's no there wasn't as many young people coming into owning farms and so he found a builder who he thought was a gun uh, and he went to his community in a town hall meeting and he said here's the farm I'm going to oversee this farm this person's going to run it I would need uh, I think it was something 800,000 or a million dollars who's in and that, and that night he had four two hundred thousand dollar investors to invest in that farm and, and, it, and it's taken off and Again, unless you're out there asking and you've got the right people around you, um, who knows what, what can happen with these arrangements. A community farm fund. I've been hassling Bendigo Bank and Rural Bank and anyone else who had talked to me about this concept of how do you create a fund where a community can pour in $5,000 of their own money or 10000 100000 whatever it is, with the sole aim of leveraging or attracting a, a young family into ownership in the, your community. We did it for banks. When banks were, were leaving, community members invested into the bank, providing debt for, for houses or whatever. But how do we do get a similar sort of vehicle focused on bringing the full forward back and the goalkeeper uh, into the community? And that's it. I realise I've gone quicker than 20 minutes, which is a great thing. But uh, main, the main gist of this is it's absolutely possible and, and, and I, I do spend a lot of my time saying that because a lot of people just don't believe me but our, our goal is to get these case studies out there that you can own your farm that uh, through hard work through uh, being a bit creative uh, you can get onto your onto your dream farm uh, and we want the best onto farms across the country and, and in this community no doubt so I'm happy to chat uh, at any time with anyone around around how you do this and, and get some more of these um, great examples going. But thank you very much and thanks again to Rach and the Council. Fantastic. Thanks, Sam. Amazing as usual, inspiring and um, legendary. Thanks for your attention. We know there are thousands of other things you could be doing or other podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen to listen to us. We appreciate your time so much. Please reach out uh, as we're happy to work through your farm ownership pathway with you. Let's get you farming.